Right. So, hello, welcome back to another podcast. Mm. This is about anything and everything, I guess. We haven't got a yeah. guest on the week's episode. <laughs> I will start off by saying I've just been out for a little dog walk today with, with my missus and uh, I probably took the best photo I've ever taken or well, one of my favourites. It's hard though, it's hard to say that now because I've only just taken it and obviously you tend to love everything you take when you look back at it but I haven't sat on it for any length of time yet. Mm. Um, um, yeah, um, come on, I haven't seen the photo yet. I'm, I'm currently uploading it, literally, I'm literally yeah. on my Wi-Fi settings at the moment. Mm. Uh, it's still on the camera. That's that's how fresh it is. Show me the back of the camera. What? Uh, Show me the back of the camera. Well, no, it only take two seconds. Two seconds. That's the only the only thing I would say about the Fuji compared to the Ricoh in terms of functionality. I do find it easier to Bluetooth, Wi-Fi connect that kind of thing with the Ricoh. Mm. It's still very it's still very easy to use. Don't get me wrong, but um, I definitely prefer. The Rico in terms of ease. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of any of their maps really that you use to view yeah. photos. Um, yeah. It's it's like I was saying about that Leica earlier, the M10D that hasn't got a screen on the back, so you use uh, your yeah. phone if you want to. If while you're out, yeah. you can use your phone to view them. But I'm like that app that the app would have to be like amazing for that to work seamlessly and be like a nice experience. So this is straight off the camera. I haven't edited it yet. I probably will straighten it a little bit, but I don't know, maybe, maybe not. Oh, wicked. Yeah, that's really nice, isn't it? Nice, isn't it? Mm. It was like an old steam train that, um, you know, there was like a, a, a fate on today to do with trains and whatnot, and we just happened to be walking by it. Mm. Um, I actually got a couple of photos of like various people looking out of windows and stuff or yeah. behind the window. Yeah. But that was the only photo I took and remembered that, you know, the window was down sort of thing. So you had a clearer image of the person. Yeah. Uh, it just so happened to be the kid. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to having a look through the other, the other yeah. photos as well. I took a couple of black and white HP5 actual film shots on my little point and shoot nice but i i'm saying this because well i might as well tell everyone for my birthday a few weeks ago thank you for everyone who gave me a birthday shout out by the way um i actually got my own home development kit so i'm kind of burning through a couple of roles at the moment trying not to think too much about what i'm shooting because i'm guessing when i shoot my first couple of roles they're not going to come out great, if at all. I'll be happy if I just get a result, to be honest. Um, but, well, let us know what you think. Do, do any of you develop your own kit at home? Have you got, you know, do you develop your own um, photos, colour, black and white, whatever it might be? You've got your own dark room. Let us know. Give us some tips. Because, Luke, I know that you do it yourself and you've had some great success with that, haven't you? 30, you know, yeah, 35 mil. I've never had a role go wrong, to be honest. Um, yeah. Like it's it's fairly as long as you know what you're doing and you yeah. you like you read up as much and watch a couple of videos like the matt day one's really good the sean tucker ones that they've done to explain how to do it are like really easy to follow it's, i think i've watched yeah. that sean tucker video 
three or four times without having the the equipment yeah. to do it so i'm definitely yeah. going to kind of use that or, or yeah i remember the matt day one to be fair there's, lot there. there's lots of good videos but yeah. yeah i know the matt day one and yeah. the sean tucker one the first few uh, times developed role i literally watched the sean tucker one whilst doing whilst developing yeah like so many times it's really useful um but that's nice like it's a nice feeling to have taken like, is that your photo of the year, do you reckon? I don't know. I might hate it tomorrow, but because but, literally I took that photo maybe an hour ago. Mm. So, and I remember it because I've got a couple of photos and I was like, oh, I wish there was a window down. I wish there was someone like having a cigarette out the window or something. And that was just perfect. The kid mm. kind of looking out, you know, everyone was like, all the kids were waving and stuff. And there was a bit of a crowd. But um, yeah, I don't know. There might be a little collection there, to be fair. Maybe like two yeah. or three photos that, that I quite like. Um, and it was quite cool to be next to like a steam train with like actual all the steam coming out and stuff. But there was a lot of photographers there, to be fair. But And I was just kind of walking the dog. So I just had the, you know, had the Fuji around my neck yeah. and kind of snapped away a little bit. I think I've got that kind of definitely last year. I had that photo, that one photo I took. That we, Well, I didn't take one photo, but there was one photo that, it was as soon as I saw it, I was like, yeah, that's wicked. And that was in like February, I think. Yeah. It was not long before lockdown. And then, you know, said it, spoken about it before, but I'll check it out. And then there's one photo this year that I've taken. And whilst I was, I saw this like scene and I waited and waited and waited for somebody to walk past and I gave up because yeah. no, there was nobody around. It was like a Sunday morning or something. Yeah. And somebody walked past and I ran back to take it and had just snapped it on film. So I wasn't sure if it had come out. And when I saw it, developed it myself and I could see it hanging down when they were drying. I was like, ah, oh, it's come out. That looks really good. When yeah. I scanned it in, I was like, oh, wow. That, I really, really like it. And then when I looked yeah. back at it the next day, it almost like sounds a little bit over the top but I was a bit like wow I love it I love it and every time I've looked at it since I'm like that's my photo of the year definitely yeah. do you ever get do you ever get that so when you shoot a roll of film do you ever like in let's say the first five shots of that roll get one that you know that you're going to like or you're, you're excited to see Mm. and then almost rush the rest of the film world yeah. because you don't really care because you think because like, realistically yeah you'll be happy with say one or two good good images on a roll of film so if i if i take what i think is a good photo i'm like i don't care about the rest of the role now but when really i should do you know what i mean the longer you you don't shoot it or the, the the more time that passes and the more you forget in theory you're kind of prepping yourself for better results i think but if yeah. you're out shooting for the day you know, you know you're going to shoot a role in a certain amount of time, then I always kind of think, I've already got the one that I want. But I don't know, sometimes, like, I don't know, it's trigger happy, I guess. It depends. Like, I'm quite trigger happy, but I don't I like to think I don't, like, waste shots. But, yeah. I don't, you know, sometimes there's stuff where I've been like, oh, yeah, I wish I'd have kind of saved some of this role. I was just taking photos because I wanted to you know, press the button. Well, I don't know, it's funny say about that photo there, well, funny that we just hadn't randomly started talking about it, and it goes back to what we were actually talking about earlier. So this, this episode's going to come out on Wednesday. I think by the time you're listening or watching this, thank you if you are, um, we would have just put out a recent video from the photo walk that we did at the weekend. So where I shot black and white, 
you shot in colour. Interesting that we talked about that because we were talking about shooting black and white when the video that we we put out, if you haven't watched it already, we were, you know, we were quite hyped to go and shoot some photos, but the weather wasn't great. And then it kind of made me think that I really like shooting black and white because I got good results or, or what I would have thought were better results than if I shot colour and just wished it was sunny or golden hour or something like that. But because it was very overcast, very flat, no light at all, it made me want to shoot black and white to the point where today I went out and shot black and white deliberately because the weather is much and much alike. But I actually really enjoyed it and I, I found it somewhat challenging, but I'm happy with some of the results that I've seen so far. So, um, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I've got um so that photo that I was talking about that I took this year, that's in black and white. And although it works, I think I would would like to have seen it in colour. But at the moment I'm like, I've got one camera with a roll of portrait in it, I've got another camera with a roll of Lomo colour negative like four hundred or something in it. And I'm like, I don't want to take them out because the weather's so bad. So yeah. I was thinking I, I, I've got to go out for a walk just to stretch my legs and stuff today at some point. So I was like, right, I'm just going to take Fuji, set it to something black and white. I've got a Ilford Delta recipe on there, set it to that. And uh, it's a bit of a different sort of start seeing things a bit differently, maybe slightly against everything I always want to do, just going to start shooting black and white a bit more until the sun comes out. I think it is good, though, because when I shoot black and white, I always get scared that I'll see something that's a nice colour or I'll see some nice shadow or whatever it might be, and I'm like, what am I doing? I just wish that was in colour. But at the same time, when I shoot, when I do deliberately shoot in colour, I'm looking out for those things. and I don't necessarily think about the whole composition of the photo because I'm trying to like if it's street photography I'm trying to capture a moment if it's like say landscape photography or you know something along those lines I, I am looking for what's going on in the whole frame but I'm still looking for something in colour that will make that that photo or you know the picture as a whole mm. look a certain way but when you shoot in black and white it kind of makes me think about capturing the time period almost and I'm not saying I want it to look vintage or anything but it makes me think about a photograph as a whole and what's going on in that picture rather than just trying to get, well, just rather than getting lucky and finding something that's in colour, if you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm not, yeah, the, the more I think about it, the more it makes me want to shoot black and white, especially here in the UK with the weather not being great um, or, you know, it's just not as good hmm. as other places. So, yeah, anyone who doesn't live here, fair play to you because you're lucky. Yeah, I think um, when, you, when you are know when you know you're shooting in black and white you're kind of looking for more like structure and yeah. composition perhaps more obviously that's not like exclusive but um you perhaps think of a bit more abstract abstractly is that a word you, abstractly. <laughs> you think in a bit more of an abstract fashion yeah. sometimes when you're shooting black and white because you can create a composition out of like shapes and things like that I was watching a thing the other day about being colorblind and it made me start, it made me think about like if you're colorblind and you're a photographer how does that affect you and there is a condition where you can be colorblind and you only see in black and white yeah I did think would that make you an amazing black and white photographer 
or would it not have any effect whatsoever because that's how you're always used to seeing so any colorblind photographers out there yeah I'm sure, they are. I'm sure that's probably more common or you know you can get different kind of types of colorblind can't you not necessarily someone just sees black and white you might have someone who just has a different shade of red for argument's sake or yeah but there's different um there's three different color receptors yeah. so it's whether one of them like you have like red green and blue and if like the blue one doesn't work you see red and it's like different and can't see yes there's uh, those however many different combinations depending on which receptors work i believe that's correct so yeah it's like there's got to be it's like 10 percent of men are colorblind and one percent of women or something roughly around those numbers there's got to be colorblind photographers around yeah you just google it and probably find loads um but yeah there you go interesting thought Hmm. Well, what, what, what should we talk about? Should we talk a little bit about what we've got coming up with with Front and the Drumroll Please podcast? Yeah. Because we are busy. We are busy. We've got some episodes in September that we are recording with some amazing people, some mm -hmm. faces that you've seen before, some that you haven't. Mm -hmm. um, and originally, I don't know if you've noticed, but for, for long-time supporters of the Front podcast, which is known as Drumroll Please, you will have traditionally seen us do one episode where it's just myself and Luke talking, followed by next week's episode, which will be myself and Luke talking to our guest. Mm. And it repeated that cycle. But but lately we've we've had guest after guest after guest. So recent episodes, we've had a guest on them all. But mm. I know for September, like obviously, you know, myself and Luke, we both work nine to five jobs. So a lot of what we're trying to build is done in extra hours, you know, in the evenings or at the weekends. Um, and, you know, we're trying to try and work on getting the website launched as soon as we can. Um, you know, not, not rushing it, making sure it is right, but we are getting there. It's going well, but with the podcast, yeah, we've got some great guests coming up. We've, uh, can we say who we're talking to? Yeah, yeah. Well, we haven't recorded them yet, so they'll come out after September at some point. Um, yeah, I think we're recording something like six podcasts in September, five or six podcasts. Um, yeah, yeah, like from from today. Who? Yeah, who have we got coming up then? So well, Madison. We're talking to Madison Beach again, which is one of the front, she's one of the front ambassadors. She's awesome. She's got lots of new projects. Projects she's working on as well as a new instagram account which i've literally just seen but i'm sure we'll tell you more about that we'll, we'll be advertising it on our instagram page but yeah she's brilliant we're really looking forward to talking to her uh then we have a lady called hannah argyle she's actually local to us here in northampton but she is a fantastic photographer um and she's really good at kind of documenting what she does um i find myself kind of looking at her stories a lot because you know she documents her kind of life I guess she almost like vlogs it slash documents it in her photography but the results are incredible so yeah really really looking forward to talking to her um we're talking to Ribsy really really looking forward to talking to Ribsy um if you don't know who he is we'll we'll drop a link down below but he's bigger than us yeah he's got his own you YouTube. if you're watching this and you don't know who he is then something's gone wrong somewhere yeah. um yeah he's, he's awesome he's a really nice guy well we haven't spoke to him yet but we're assuming he's a nice guy <laughs> um, but his videos are great his youtube channel's great and his film stock is awesome um, yeah i just developed a roll of it at high and scanned them in have you got a canister there or anything or what it is i've got the lid 
Oh, I have. I have actually. Yeah, I've kept it. Oh no, it's not here. I've got it. Yeah. New classic film. So yeah, mine yeah. is also empty because it's currently in my camera. So um. Yeah, I I shot it on the show camera. So that camera is, it, it was perfect. I was on holiday. It's so light. I just had it hang around my neck the whole time, and you know it doesn't need a. It, it doesn't need a battery unless you want to use the flash it's just a little point and shoot fixed focus what do people call them now reusable cameras reusable it looks cameras. like a disposable but it's so a bit like i call them a reusable disposal i don't know yeah. if that's right but that's effectively what it is right every camera is reusable apart from disposable cameras so it's stupid yeah. but yeah. yeah but it's like obviously it's not it's not got the sharpest of lenses so yeah. I probably didn't get the best results from this film. I actually really want to use it again, which I don't say very often about black and white films because they're all the same. Um, <laughs> they're not, but some of them are. And um, every, yeah, I, despite like the plastic lens and some of, you know, I took some like landscape shots with, you know, with a plastic camera. <laughs> it was so, but even then, like they look really nice. Um, mm. I'll check some up here. Well, you know, whatever. And um, yeah, it's a really nice film. Anyway, dive version. I shot mine on my Canon A1, but as I've been talking to you about, I'm pretty sure I need a new lens because I don't. I think something's wrong with the lens, but I don't know. I still get results from it, so I'm sure I'll be happy with what the film looks like. Bearing in mind that I probably won't be happy with the quality. Mm -hmm. Due to my own fault, do you know what I mean? But I'm, I'm yeah, I, I would agree. I'm definitely excited to see the results, and I'm also pretty sure that I'll use that film stock again in the future. But yeah, we'll yeah. dive into that, you know, in in the podcast episode that we've got with Ribsy. Um, so yeah, really looking forward to that one. The couple of days we're talking to Emma Lloyd, who is one of the fantastic staff at Analog Wonderland. Um, and yeah, if you've only just discovered ourselves, then we are very, very honoured and proud to be a, be associated with Analog Wonderland, I guess. Like, um, yeah, I'm sure some of you know we were one of the chosen winners for their, um, what's it called, community fund. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to be talking to her. Um, she's one of one of the newer team members at Analog Wonderland. She makes you laugh. She's, she's also a really good photographer. She knows her stuff. Yeah, she's and, started this like She Hearts film sort of yeah. movement recently. Movement, which is great. Yeah. She, I know she's always sorting out kind of like photo walks and stuff like that. Um, and she designed the new Analog Wonderland hat, <laughs> which I haven't got on at the moment, but it is upstairs and I will be wearing it in that episode. Um, so yeah, she's a part-time designer as well. Um, and then we are talking to another one of the the front ambassadors which is our friend christian cross super excited for that one he's a really good street photographer if you haven't seen it already he's actually just done his his kind of first video if you like which is through wex photo yeah. uh yeah, yeah wex photos uh, they, uh, their website what, what's it called virtual photo walk virtual photo walk yeah um, but yeah, it's really good. You know, fair play. His first video is not 
you know, he's not ever been on camera before and we can sympathise at how kind of nerve-wracking that is. Um, so good. He's really yeah, good. Yeah, it's really relatable, do you know what I mean? Especially being here in the UK, regardless of it's, you know, he's from London, but, you know, you can still relate to it. Um, but yeah, he's one of the front ambassadors. We're super excited for him to be on front when we do launch. Yeah. He'll have some of his work available to purchase if you did want to help uh, support him. Um so yeah, we're going to deep dive into a you know meet and greet kind of because that that will be our first podcast episode with him. We've not actually had him on the podcast yet, so we finally no, got him. Yeah. We talked to him a lot, but we've never had him on the, on the podcast. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but what I really one of the things I love about him was with everybody. There's been a oh you know when we first started out, we're building this platform, and we want to you know talk to you about being an ambassador. Yeah, like we'll catch up on the phone, tell me what it's all about, kind of explain it all. And everybody that we did, you know, there's a couple of people we sent more information to and we haven't, you know, managed to get on board yet. But Christian just sent him a DM. Hey, this is a thing we're doing and we'd love you to be an ambassador. Yeah, cool. All right. Fuck yeah, we're on for that. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it sounds wicked. Love it. Thank you for thinking of me. Great. All right. Yeah. Oh, cool. All right. And he supports us as well. Do you know what I mean? He, you know, often he does a shout outs and stuff. And we don't ask for that. You know, all we want to do is try and help the photography community. Do you know what I mean? Like the ongoing photography community. And we're very proud to have him on board, along with our other fantastic ambassadors. But yeah, we'll deep dive into him, how he got into photography, some of his work. We'll deep dive into him. No, I'm pretty sure Christian could beat us both up. I feel like he looks a bit like the rock, do you know what I mean? And he can just have us in his arms. Give yeah. us nuggets, you know what I mean? Yeah, I look forward to that. Yeah, and then yeah. we are talking to Tiffany Rubert, Ru Ru if I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah, yeah. Tiffany Rubert, which, if you don't know, we are super, super pumped to be talking to her. She was recently featured in one of Sean Tucker's videos. He did like a whole mockumentary style video about her and her work um yeah so we we were both impressed with that video so we reached out to her and we we're like we love your work do you want to come talk to us on our little podcast <laughs> so um yes yeah, she's yeah. uh she's agreed she, she likes the idea of what we're building here at front um so yeah it's going to be interesting talking to her deep dive a little bit more into certain parts of her work and what she does she does a lot of like uh, portrait stuff but kind of like natural portrait stuff um so yeah, really, really, really looking forward to speaking to her. So we, we've got a busy month of recording podcasts. Um, you know, not everyone listens to podcasts. Not everybody watches the the kind of podcasts that we put over on our YouTube. I appreciate that it's not everyone's cup of tea. Um, but yeah, if, if, you, if you do listen to them, we really appreciate it. You yeah. know, it's something we enjoy doing. It's something, you know, we enjoy talking to, to the guests that we have on. Um, and it's something we are hopefully going to continue to do even when front launches um and yeah we're going to try and make some more videos as well because the, the messages of support that we get off the videos that we make so effectively they'll be they'll always be the podcast and then we're going to try and up the amount of videos that we actually release whether it be photo walks or camera reviews or what whatever it might be yeah well uh, we've got we've got the do we want to say what other videos we've got coming up yeah, yeah. We, we, we've yeah we've got work on the go haven't we yeah, so you've got your, well, you've got your, you, we've got the video that you're going to put out at some point 
it might even be out already. I think it's already going to be out already. By the time you're listening to this, I think it will have come out on Monday, which is kind of when we're recording this, the Monday back holiday. Then we've got the Lomo video. We're doing a little review of Metropolis, Loma Chrome film. And we're doing a review of the new classic film. And and we've got we've got plans to do other videos. Like we're, we're going to do one based in a... Uh, in a studio, it's going to do a studio. Yeah, and we got the one that we, yeah, we got the one that we maybe mucked up at weird camera that we borrowed from Skiers. Oh yeah, the less we say about that, the better. But we'll see. I haven't developed it yet, so it might be it might be brilliant. But that was a really strange camera. Yeah. Um, So so just to kind of explain to you guys listening or watching or whatever you're doing, um, we kind of had this perception of making these you know half hour long videos um making them really cinematic and really good but we can't do you know we haven't got the time to be doing that once a week or anything like that so some of them will be longer than others some some videos will be short but again from the feedback and the comments that you guys send us saying how much you like the videos that we put out and looking into the the youtube algorithm of what does well and stuff it doesn't really matter about the the kind of the length of a video, I guess. We just want to make sure that we're putting out meaningful, meaningful videos. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, people watch things for different things. Like, you know, if people maybe watch like photo walks for like five minutes, but they're watching like grainy days, hour and a half long episode. I, I always think of Bray, you know, again, one of the front ambassadors, Bray Hunziker. If you've ever watched one of his videos over on YouTube, it is, you know, I sit there and chill out for half an hour and watch it. Like, I feel like I learn from it and I'm always blown away by its beauty. Maybe because it's not in the UK as well. So like, you know, he's based in Washington. Um, but yeah, his, you know, his videos are such a high quality um, that I'm always like, oh, if we're going to do anything, it needs to be that quality. Um, but really, people just want to see see some photography, see how you've done things, see a, a little bit behind the scenes. And as we're building front, that's what it's going to be. Um, but yeah, uh, you, you know, Sophia Carey, another front ambassador, Madison Beach, they've both got YouTube channels. Again, that they, they put out a variety of videos and we love watching them. So hopefully we can steal a little bit of their knowledge in our videos because um, they're great as well. Yeah, so that's what we've got going on in the world of our youtube channel and yeah i think we've i think we've just hit 150 subscribers which is mad like i that's gone up way quicker than i thought i know that's not a, a groundbreaking number but i swear it was only like 100 last week so yeah it's gone up quite quickly recently isn't it yeah yeah and again like listening to podcasts isn't for everyone but the people that do listen clearly enjoy it because the, the kind of watch time is is relatively high um and and obviously the people that watch our kind of videos like the photo walks or camera reviews or film reviews whatever it might be that they always you know they always do well and we get a lot of good feedback from them so thank you for for supporting that please continue to do it yeah like subscribe all that that stuff i'm going to finish by giving a shout out to hang on guy from northampton joe wesley who i brought the drink from I'll put it up here. Can you see it? So it's like a awesome. one-off uh, because that is it's hand-drawn on top of the print. Um, oh, is it hand-drawn? Yeah. It's, yeah. I didn't realise it was hand-drawn. I thought it was just like edited on. 
Uh, no, no, it's literally drawn on with pen. Um, so I brought this off him last week. It was part of his uni show from like a couple of years ago, and he uh, showed the his work again at Garibaldi up in Northampton that does like show has people's art up on the walls and stuff like that but he wanted to do something else with it so he drew on all the pictures and I know he's still got some of them left so I'll put a link in I don't yeah I'll put a link into his Instagram profile I don't know where you can see which ones he's got left but I'm sure if you're interested in buying for not much money I'll be honest um a print a one-off print with that's been hand drawn on um drop him a message because they're awesome and they're all really funny yeah just it's a cool thing it's actually work isn't it it's like he's, he's obviously brought out like a, a little kind of mini collection of it mm-hmm. um and yeah that they're, they're, they're all they're all really good but i didn't realize they were actually hand-drawn i thought they were just like no, know, no. like that but um yeah obviously they, they've all been drawn on differently but um yeah great yeah, great, you, great yeah you'd be getting a one-off piece of artwork yeah which yeah. is which is pretty cool yeah yeah but anyway there you go yeah, but if there's anything else you want to know, again, we appreciate we've had, you know, we've just done the giveaway for the for hitting 2,000 followers over on our Instagram account. Um, we've had something like five, 600 people now register to our mailing list. So thank you for everyone who's done that. Um, but yeah, if there's anything you want to know, please drop us a message. I'm sure the people that do send us messages will will confirm that, yeah, we're pretty good at getting back to you. Um, but yeah, if you've got any questions or if you want to know anything, or if you've got any ideas for us, whether it be video ideas, guests to put on our podcast, if you want to be on the podcasts, send us a message. We want to talk to anyone, everyone. You don't have to have 5 million thousand followers on Instagram or anything. It's, it's just about talking to like-minded people about what they're into. Do you know what I mean? You don't even have to necessarily be a photographer. Um, <laughs> So yeah, hit us up, send us a message and yeah, thank you for all the support and uh, we'll resume with normal podcast episodes next week. Bye.